Welcome to the show. You know where you are, the nine at nine with me, Tigo. And if you're watching right now, you know I'm bringing in a VIP expert. And today, <laughs> today I got my brother from another mother and father. Now you're going, Tigo, what the heck are you talking about? Today we're going to talk about stepping out of your comfort zone and getting past those limited beliefs with my brother, Bryce McKinley. So sit right there. We'll be right back. Expert Talk is sponsored by Pod Nation TV, the podcast to broadcast network. everybody welcome back you heard me right you know a lot of people come up to me and say how do you do that how do you go up on stage you know how do you get on your own show and, and just talk to anybody i can't do it i'm so nervous da, 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 da. you know i just tell you to just do it but i figured instead of just being rude like i usually am i'd bring in my expert brother bryce mckinley and we'll go deep hey bryce are you there i'm here what's up tigo you know what time it is I know what time it is. It's Coach Sharpen time, man. It's time to get sharp on what we're talking about. You know, people come up to me all the time and say, you know, wow, you do this, you do that. And I know you get it as well. And they're really just stopping themselves. So before we get too deep, can we kind of tell people you weren't just born on a stage? You know, you had to work your way through it as well, right? That's it. That's it. Yeah. I mean, you don't you don't just go from A to Z overnight you've got to take one step at a time and and you know one of the things that i often see tigo is that people often want to do the things that others are doing mm-hmm. but they're not willing to put in the work right and that is not it's not unnormal it's not abnormal the problem is is that they're telling themselves and asking themselves the wrong thing you know okay yeah i'm excited to dig in here all right, I'm waiting. What are they what are they saying? What are they telling themselves? I have a feeling I know what you're going to say, but tell them. I mean, here's the deal. At the end of the day, if you've ever wanted to be a leader or you wanted to speak from stage or maybe you had an audience and you completely bombed, first and foremost, like just like faith. Faith doesn't work on feelings, right? Faith mm-hmm. works on facts. And when right. you have facts, you can then step out on faith and know that you can get there, right? So I start there. The second thing that always happens is, is we're saying the wrong things up here. We're telling ourselves the wrong things. And that's okay, as long as we're aware of it. I mean, think about the last time you went to the grocery store, Tigo, you walk in the door, little Sally or Johnny are stacking apples in the produce section. And what's the first thing that happens, right? Hey, can I help you find something? And what do we do? The old Heisman stiff arm, right? No, thank you. I mean, so true. So it true. Is. We always do it. Why do we do that? It's because our subconscious is there to protect us. Mm-hmm. And so 
we go through life living life one of two ways. We're either completely intentional or completely reactionary. That's it. And so if we can start being intentional about the small things, the big things just start to pile up. And so, you know, one of the things that I often teach when I'm teaching, you know, sales and persuasion or any sort of training about working with an audience or working from stage is that you have to start asking yourself questions in order for the response to be an action. Yeah. Think about that. We often go into an, an environment and we're like, gosh, what if they don't like my presentation? Or what if I forget to do something? Mm -hmm. What if we start saying, what do they need to hear? What is my audience showing up for? Why did they pay to be in the room that I have the opportunity to express in? Exactly. In other words, do your homework. Do your homework. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. Do your homework. You know, and then there's the question of, because I've had some very interesting people, you know, and maybe I just don't know, correct me, brother, if I'm wrong, but I've had some very interesting people talk about, I want to get on stages. And I've said, okay, great. What do you do? And they're hairstylists or they're insurance agents. And I'm going, okay, if you're trying to be at the top of the hair game, you know, then I get it. Cause you need to talk to other hairstylists. You need to talk to product companies. There's conventions. There's all kinds of things like that. But they're talking about going to events that are about entrepreneurship and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, so how does that, those two things connect when you don't even have a salon yet? You know, you're a stylist in somebody else's salon, but you want to be on stage. And then I look at other people that should be on stage. They have major companies. They're doing major things. And you don't even know who they are. And then they're complaining, well, I'm not reaching my audience. And Well, what are you doing to reach your audience? And the first thing they say is they can't come on my show. They're scared of the camera. And there's no way they're going on stage. Well, then enjoy spending thousands of dollars on Facebook because I don't know what else to do. What would you tell them? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, at the end of the day, I don't have a problem with somebody going. I mean, I personally do the same thing. I'll go to networking events or seminars or something outside of my industry. But Mm -hmm. the key thing is I'm asking the questions to myself. How does this apply? What can Mm -hmm. I implement? Right. And so I learned really fast that great questions leads to great insights. Mm -hmm. The second thing is, is that y'all need to get out of your own damn way and start focusing on your supporters and not your reporters. Because whether you're at the bottom or you're at the top, you're going to have hate. You're going to have naysayers. And when you start focusing on your supporters and asking better questions, you can deliver a different message. You can deliver better results. See, that's Coach Sharpen right there. That's that sharp as a knife that I love so much. He's a surgeon with this stuff. I mean, that should be on a T-shirt. If you haven't done it, I'm stealing it. Because which one was that? It it is so big. Truly, you should focus on your supporters and not your reporters. People are so worried about what people think. And most of those people that are thinking and saying aren't even in your audience. You know, most of them aren't doing anything with their lives except sitting there complaining about what you're doing. The scariest part is, is it's usually the people that are closest to you. It's usually your brother, your sister, your mother, your dad, your aunt, your uncle. 
And it's like, mm-hmm. that's not your audience. And why do they do that? Again, it's because their subconscious knows you from previous experience and wants to protect you. Yeah, exactly. And they've never dreamed that big. I remember, you know, when my parents were alive and my dad would say, you know, I know everybody marches to a different drummer. But what dang band plays in your head? Because he had never seen anybody want to be an entrepreneur. You know, my family comes from union jobs. You get a good union job. You get a good retirement, blah, 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 blah. That was always the preach. There's nothing wrong with that if that's the path you choose, but it was never my path. I always knew I was supposed to be an entrepreneur. I always knew I was supposed to blaze my own trail. And my entire family would just sit there and go, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. And then tell me what I shouldn't do and what I couldn't do and how we, we don't do that. Why? Why don't we do it? Why not? You know? Yeah, Yeah. why not? What's what's stopping us? It's interesting. You know, at the time of this recording, my dad's birthday is tomorrow. Okay. And I can't imagine turning his age and still driving a truck. I can't imagine it because I know what I've experienced and what he makes in his entire career. I've been blessed to do that in a couple of months or less. I mean, mm-hmm. in some months, there's been months in my past where I did his entire 30-year career in a, less than a month. That scares me. Like, that's a mentality. But it's also a comfort zone. And and I love my dad, right? My mom still works in a factory, Tigo. So I get it. Wow. wow. It's like, gosh, if you only knew the opportunity on the other side of the coin, if you lived life as if there was another explanation... You could ask better questions. No, I totally get it. I totally get it. You're you're preaching to the choir with me. And it's like, what's literally what's stopping you usually is you. You know, you got to learn how to turn off that noise, as I like to say. Turn off the noise. You love them. You do. You love them. But they don't see the vision you see. They're not around the people that you want to be around. And the easiest thing in the world to do is say, you know what? I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And I, you know, and I'll see you guys at the family reunion because they just do not get it. Okay. So Alan already threw up the two minute warning, which means we got to get out of here. He's always so quick to throw that up, but I got to ask you, you know, two tips that you would give somebody for stepping out of their comfort zone and just, you know, getting rid of those limited beliefs now today. Yeah. Number one is change the story in your head. And the only way to do that is to start to have a different conversation. And so one of the things that I often do with the people that I work with, whether they're speakers, coaches, or high functioning entrepreneurs, is we talk about the story that's in in their head. Find out where they're at versus where they want to go and rewrite those affirmations. You know, we all hear about affirmations, but this is a real thing. People write affirmations and they say, I will be this. I will be that. Well, will is tomorrow and tomorrow never comes. So change that story to say, I am successful. I am an entrepreneur. Those simple shifts. And the second thing I would say is to not only surround yourself with a different environment or a different crowd, but know this, that the most effective person in an organization is not the genius. So you're not going to know it all. It's the genius maker 
that makes the big strides. And so find someone that's willing to pour into you like the faucet that you need to be drinking from, but make sure that you have your cup set to the side to start pouring into others so that you can keep taking action. Oh my goodness. This is just month one. You know, we got you here for two more months coming up and we're just getting started. Brother, how do they get in touch with you? Yeah, you can find me anywhere on social media. I don't have millions of followers and I don't really care about that because I get hired by some of the greatest minds in the world to teach them this this stuff. And so if you would find me, my name is Bryce McKinley. I know Tigo's got it pinned down here, up here, wherever. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bryce McKinley is my name, Coach Sharpen on Instagram. Feel free to reach out. Someone from my team or myself personally will connect with you. And uh, I'll see you guys at the top. Oh, wow. Thank you for hanging out with us. I can't wait to see what we do next month. You are the best. God bless. All right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know I did. I learned a lot and I get to hang out with them all the time. I hope you'll watch the next one. And as always, I'm Tigo. I'll talk to you next time.